Hey, what's up everybody and welcome back to another 10WT Friday where every single week we teach you how to form the healthy habits that will transform your body and your life. You see, in order to transform, you have to start with your why. Then you have to set your goal. You have to identify your weekly behaviors that will get you to your goal. Track your progress on a scoreboard and set micro habits each week that set you up for success. If you do these steps, your habits are going to be rock solid. Your self-confidence will skyrocket and you'll be on the path to your best you. Every single week, we help individuals who are hungry for growth, people just like yourself, we help them optimize their potential. And I'm your host, Nick Carrier. Today, I'm really excited to talk about how to strength train as a runner. I know a lot of you guys out there are runners, but you also know you need some strength training as well. And I know a lot of people in my Temi Transformation program are both runners, but they know they need to strength train. Or maybe they actually originally came in as someone who had a lot of strength training experience, but then they wanted to become a runner. And luckily, I have a lot of experience in both running and strength training. I have had two running goals, specific running goals, over the last year and a half. One was to see how fast I could run a mile. And I did a very specific 10-week training program for that. And I shaved over 20 seconds off of my mile and got it down to 446. And then at the beginning of this year, I ran a half marathon and had a 10-week training program for it and got my average mile pace down to 628. So for my half marathon, I did about an hour, 24 minutes or something like that. So average is 628. So I have a little bit of experience around strength training as a runner And the other reason why I have a little bit more credibility around this topic is because I've had injuries both of these times from not strength training enough while going through the process the first time, but then the second time of going through the process, I implemented more strength training and therefore did not see the injuries that I saw the first time and I performed at a really high level. And so that kind of leads me right into the two different whys behind strength training as a runner, because there's two really reasons why you should be strength training as a runner. One is to improve your performance, and two is injury prevention. So we're going to talk about each of those components here in today's 10WT Friday. So let's start with performance. You want to strength train as a runner so that you can run faster, whether that be a long distance or a short distance. And let's go ahead and break it up. Long distance and short distance. You are using different muscle groups to different degrees depending on the speed that you're running at. And obviously, the speed that you're running at is going to be influenced by the distance that you're having to run. And so, therefore, the duration of the distance or the length of the distance is going to impact which muscle groups are used to certain degrees. And so, if you're running long distance, then your calves are going to have a greater percentage of force output with every single stride that you take. And so... With that said, if you're trying to improve your long-distance running, then your calves are something that's really important to strengthen. When I was doing one of my training for one of my goals, I had a calf strain, and that put me out for really a couple months. It was a a bad one, and I I didn't get back into it maybe as quickly as I could have, but it took me out a couple months because of my calf strain, and so I really needed to make sure my calves were strong enough. And so your calves have a huge percentage of the force output when it comes to running long distance. And so you want to strengthen your calves. And the other thing about long distance is when you're trying to improve your speed from a long distance standpoint, you aren't really improving on stride frequency, you're improving on stride length. And so you're actually, if you're getting faster with long distance, you're working on taking bigger strides with every single step 
that you take. You'll probably take the same number of steps in each minute, but each step that you take might be just a fraction longer. And so to improve your stride length, you also want to make sure your calves are stronger. So not only do you want your calves to be strong because you're using a high percentage of them as a force output with each stride that you take, but also because to improve your stride length, you need to strengthen your calves. So that's long distance running. Now you want to, obviously you can improve your calves for short distance running as well, but when it comes to which one has a greater impact on long distance running than calves are going to be number one, they're going to be the top muscle group that has the ability to impact your performance there. Short distance hamstrings and your iliopsoas or your hip flexor, hip flexor muscles are really going to be the things that have a huge percentage of force output when it comes to running short distance and running at high speeds. Because one of the things about improving your performance from short distance and improving your speed is you are looking to improve your stride frequency, not just your stride length. So you're trying to improve the number of steps that you're able to take every single minute and your foot turnover is quicker and quicker and quicker and quicker in the short distance running. And so in order to do that, in order to turn your foot over quickly, your hamstrings need to be strong and your hip flexor muscles need to be strong. And so we want to make sure we do exercises specific to each of those muscle groups. So again, from a performance standpoint, there's a difference between long distance and short distance. And long distance, we can focus on improving the strength of our calves to help improve our stride length. And from a short distance perspective, you want to make sure you strengthen your hamstrings and your iliopsoas or your hip flexor muscles to improve your stride frequency. That's performance. That's strictly from a performance standpoint. Now, we also want to strength train as a, as a runner to help for injury prevention. There's all kinds of injuries that happen from running, right? Shin splints, plantar fasciitis, knee problems, hip problems. And so a lot of those things stem from a couple of the similar muscle imbalances and lack of mobility and things of that nature. So we're going to talk about three of the biggest things to make sure you're focusing on when it comes to injury prevention and strength training. So one, improper knee alignment is a huge predictor of a potential future injury. And improper knee alignment means like when you step, is your knee going inward? That's the most common thing that we see is when people step, their foot over pronates and so it rolls to the inside part of their foot and their knee collapses inside and the biggest reason why that is is three different things. One, a weak glute medius, so that's the outer butt cheek muscle. Two, a lack of ankle mobility. And then three, a weak anterior tibialis, which is the front muscle with your shin muscle actually in the front of your leg, of your lower leg. And so those are really important things to work on. So if you find yourself with improper knee alignment, and even if you don't find yourself with improper knee alignment, you want to do exercises that strengthen your glute medius, the outside part of your butt cheek. Band work is great for that. You want to improve your ankle mobility, and then you want to improve the strength of your anterior tibialis, again, the front muscle of your shin. Second thing that I know bothers so many people is shin splints, and we already talked about the anterior tibialis, the muscle right there in the front of your shin. We need to make sure that that muscle is strong so we don't have so much inflammation there in the front of our lower leg. So if we want to try to prevent shin splints, we want to make sure we strengthen our anterior tibialis. And you can look up some exercises to to do this as well. Wall tibia raises are really good. And you can also look up this guy on Instagram, at knees over toes guy, Ben Patrick. He is an awesome person to follow when it comes to a lot of these things in a mobility perspective as well. And then lastly, Plantar fasciitis. Plantar fasciitis bothers so many people when it comes to running. And so, okay, how do we prevent plantar fasciitis? Well, plantar fasciitis 
is often caused by a lack of strength in the intrinsic foot muscles. There are so many small muscles in your feet that you wouldn't really realize or you wouldn't really think about. And so we want to make sure we strengthen the intrinsic foot muscles so that we don't have that inflammation on the bottom of our foot. And so how do you do that? Barefoot stability exercises. Stability exercises in general are good, but even if you're barefoot, your foot is required to work that much harder on the ground. And if you just stand up right now or at some point in the near future and you balance on one foot, you notice that your foot is having to grab the floor all the time just to stay balanced laterally and forward and backward. And so when you're doing that, you're strengthening all of the intrinsic foot muscles that you need to strengthen to help prevent plantar fasciitis. So again, guys, how to strength train as a runner. Two different big reasons why you want to strength train as a runner. One, to improve your performance from a long distance perspective, your calves are a major muscle group that gets used and you want to strengthen those to help improve your stride length. Short distance wise, you want to make sure that you really strengthen your hamstrings and your iliopsoas or your hip flexor muscles because those are very much involved with stride frequency. Then from an injury prevention standpoint, improper knee alignment is a major predictor of so many different running injuries. And so you want to make sure you improve your knee alignment or you avoid not having bad knee alignment by making sure your glute medius is strong, improving your ankle mobility, and strengthening your anterior tibialis shin splints. If you want to make sure you never get those things again because they're painful as hell, make sure you strengthen your anterior tibialis. And then lastly, plantar fasciitis, you want to make sure that you do barefoot stability exercises to strengthen your intrinsic foot muscles. So those of you guys out there who are runners, you have to strength train. I guess you don't have to. If you're wanting to get injured, then don't strength train. But one of the toughest things to do is always preventative work. Because one of the things about preventative work that kind of stinks is you don't really see the payoff of not getting injured. Because there's nothing new that happens. If you're just not getting injured, then you're not getting injured. And sometimes you don't really know the reason why. And so that prevents us or stops us from doing injury prevention until we get injured. And then we get injured, then we do these things, and we do these things, and then we we feel good running, and then we stop doing the injury prevention stuff, and, and then we're injured again. And it's just a bad cycle. So you need to find a way to believe in the importance of doing injury prevention exercises before the fact, because that's exactly what prevention means, before the fact. Before the fact. You have to make sure we do it before the fact to ensure that we don't get injured. And I need this message just as much of any of you guys out there because sometimes I just like high intensity stuff and I like getting after it. I like getting after it. I like getting after it. So to work small muscle groups and to work on mobility things, sometimes it takes some patience from me. So I definitely empathize with you there, but I have seen myself get injured from not doing these sorts of things. And I now know how frustrating an injury can be. And I will try to hold myself to a high standard to never let myself not do these injury prevention exercises again. If you enjoyed this, make sure you share it with a friend or family member and share it with somebody who is a runner. You probably know somebody in your life is a, who is a runner. If you're listening to this, click that share button and, and send the link to them so that they know what they should be able to do to make sure they don't get injured before their next race. I hope for all of you guys out there, whether you're a runner or not, something today that you heard will help you get closer and closer to your health and fitness goals and also get you closer and closer to your best you. 